To the motherfucking minority sports report. I am your boy, Big Black. Beaming in from that satellite of love, it's Julian. Beaming in from the love satellite. It's from the love satellite. In opposite orbit of that satellite of hate. Oof. Oof. That guy, he's in the middle. He's real fucking weird. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've been rewatching that. (laughs) I know. I'm not going to watch tonight's episode. I'm about to pass out after this shit. Word. Yeah, man. So, it was a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, I actually didn't watch a lot of football today. I was doing other stuffs. Um, But I did watch. Well, our team's had bye week. New England's on a bye, isn't it? Yeah, the Broncos, too, right? Yeah, we have, we have, our main focus was on buy this week. Yeah. So, took the opportunity to do other audio things and things. Um, we got Scheme for you a little bit later. And, uh, but now we'll, we'll talk about the um, uh, NFL. Yeah, it is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Um, but uh, we'll start with Thursday's game. Yeah. Thursday's game. Yeah. Um, Oakland won over yeah. San Diego. Or, God, I know. Uh, over <laughs> LA. You fucking heathen. They've been there for like three seasons now, and I still call them San Diego. I do too. Um, I do too. <laughs> But yeah, I mean this. I mean the Chargers season might be tough. Like a loss to the the Raiders, another divisional home because they've lost to the Broncos and the Raiders. I don't think there's another team that's lost to two other divisional opponents in our in our uh, in our division. So the Raiders and oh good God, Philip Rivers looked so bad. Did you watch any of it? No. Oh man, he was. He had three interceptions, should have been five. Wow. Like, two were called back because of penalties. But still, I mean, like, we are witnessing the decline of that class of elite quarterback. Like, within the next few, like, two to three years, that entire, like, generation of quarterbacks is going to be gone. Oh, yeah. Um... But it's just, like, it's crazy to see them all, like, burning out around the same time, you know? Let me ask you, is this class too prideful to be backups? I mean, I don't know. I think 
I mean, I think Philip Rivers might go to another team uh, just to try to, like, chase that ring, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't think he'll necessarily settle for a backup role. Well, wherever he goes, he'll boost the economy because it's like 40 people in his immediate family. <laughs> he doesn't even fucking live in L.A. He commutes every day. I know. That shit's so fucking crazy. Ugh. Ugh. So, God help him if he moves somewhere across the country. <laughs> he's going to be commuting every day <laughs> from where he's at now. Uh, Spending millions of dollars on a private jet to fly him to and from practice. <laughs> In Miami. <laughs> In Miami, yeah. Fucking, uh, but yeah, the Raiders, I don't know. They, they, uh, they're, they're looking like they might have a respectable season. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I hesitate to call them good. I hesitate to call them good. Um, but they're, I'm going to say they're not. Bad they're, they're not consistent either, so yeah, that's 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 a good point. Yeah, I think good teams are consistent. Good teams win. You don't know what you're going to get from the Raiders week to week, right? And that's why we don't call them a good team yet, or maybe and, ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, they're they're exceeding my expectations greatly this season. Oh so. yeah. Props to them, and um, yeah. But, you know, we, we all got Kansas City standing in our way. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? Because they lost uh, to the yeah. Titans. I mean, I know. I know. It was a segue. They lost to the Titans. No, but. Huh? Yeah, they lost to the Titans today in a pretty good game. Yeah. I was, um, I was saying, I know it has nothing to do with the division. I was just talking. Bro. No, I know, but it's it's still surprising. You you expect the the Chiefs to win that game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, against Ryan Tannehill, but you right. know, Mahomes has been out for like three weeks, so he's got a little rust, and you know, I think I think the Chiefs will be fine, but it just I think it shows what Andy Reid is as a coach. Really, 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 you know, really good, but not great. He's re- yeah, he's like he's just like on that cusp of being great. Yo, but we've been saying that for the better part of twenty years, though. Yeah, I know, but that's what he, who he is. He's like, <laughs> you know, if Jeff Fisher is the ultimate mediocre coach, yeah, Andy Reid's a a good coach. Yeah. Like he's that coach that's just like <laughs> he'll go down as like the. You know, one of the greats that never won it. A Charles Barkley, a, you know. Yeah. He just. Where it's like, yeah, yeah. there was every reason they should, but, you know, X, Y, and Z were in the way, you know. Andy Reid and all his barbecue. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, you know, I could see like, you know, maybe two or three more years of this. They finally like cut Andy Reid. You get some new hotshot coach. Mahomes is in his prime, and then boom, you have like two Super Bowls, you know? Yeah. No, and then to get back to your point about Phillip Rivers, not Phillip Rivers in per se, but it's going to happen, man. This shit, like you said, these guys, the old guys, the guys we grew up on, you know, they're fucking falling off hard. No, they're, they're falling off, and we're witnessing it. Like, yeah. 
firsthand. You know, and it's just—it's. Yeah. I was gonna say, you for real, like for us, it's a little different, more so than any time in history, because um, we were fortunate enough to grow up when science surpassed sports. You know, um, so we're able to see these guys play a lot longer because the science behind sports is better than it's ever fucking been in human history. Well, yeah, and we also lived through the like the golden age for the rule change for quarterbacks, where it was like they were get, they're given more protection now than they ever have. Oh yeah, but in general, there are more older players. Fucking Terrell Suggs is still playing. The fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Like what the fuck, dog? And he's like still like being effective, and it's like holy shit. Either these guys really suck, or he's a fucking beast, which we all know he is a beast, you know. Um, but if he played in the '80s, there's no way in hell he's playing this long. No way in hell. Yeah, that's true. You know, even in the early '90s, there's no fucking way you're playing this long in the NFL at that level at that position. You know. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's a lot of shit. So. I do feel like we're fortunate we're able to see these athletes play into their fucking 40s. You know, throw it to basketball real quick. Fucking uh, Vince Carter was still playing. What? Yeah, Vince Carter. I remember when Vince Carter was still playing, like, the last couple of years. I was like, is really? Yeah, he's coming <laughs> off the bench, but the motherfucker was still playing. It's like, yo, he got drafted when I was, like, a freshman in high school or some shit like that. Anyways, back to football scores. Sorry. <laughs> um, the Battle of the Bastards, this is what I'm, I'm calling this one. Uh, the Jets versus the Giants. They were both like fucking one or two win teams. Uh, the Jets beat the Giants 34 to 27. Um, yeah. Yeah. Y'all lost to the Jets. Ugh. Ugh. Um, like another loss that was pretty bad, which is good for me. Uh, the Falcons beat the Saints pretty bad, 26 to 9, which is bananas. Oh. Yeah, that, that, get, that they, like the Falcons own that game from start to finish. Yeah. Like, I watched, I watched it chunk of that game but it was the, the Saints were never fucking in it mm-mm mm-mm Saints finally I mean uh, Falcons finally get a win I mean it's way too late for it to matter um so fuck it the Ravens smashed on the Bengals 49 to 13 oh man did you see that fucking Lamar Jackson run in for the touchdown holy shit yeah <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, Chris Collinsworth right now, but you know, he's the future of the league, man. <laughs> like, there's, there's the guy. There's the guy. There's the guy right there who, who scouts are like, where can I get another one of these guys? You know, because boy, he's something special. And uh, yeah, I just love the guy. He's smart. He's athletic. 
yeah, he's the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the 32nd overall. Yeah, dog. He's a fucking beast. Ravens made a great yeah. pickup with that sh- with uh with uh Lamar. Oh, now we have Joe Flacco. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miami got their second win. They beat uh they beat Minneapolis. Yep, yep. Minneapolis, I should say. So uh, you know they're uh, they're a two win team. Uh, so that they doubled their win total. Sixteen twelve was the score. Yeah, exciting game. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, another, uh, actually, uh, a few shitty teams got some W's today. Uh, upset Steelers beat the Rams seventeen to twelve. That was nuts. Yeah, I mean the Steelers might be good. I think they're they're leading their division. Oh shit! Oh wait, no, the Ravens are leading their division. No, I was like. AFC North I had to think about it for a second. I was like, yeah, the Ravens are killing it. They're above five hundred. They're five and four. God, the... Cincinnati is the worst team in the league. Oh yeah, I don't think they have any wins yet. No, they're still they're still winless. Yeah, and you know what's like Miami's Miami's fucking up tanking. <laughs> you know why? It's because they're starting to believe. Yeah, like that's that shit is real as fuck, yo. <laughs> um, wasn't yeah, they're technically ahead of the Jets? Who? Uh, oh yeah, shit. You're right, man. Yeah, because they have. That's <laughs> so crazy. Uh, who would have thought two weeks ago we'd have been saying this shit? <laughs> fuck. And that's why we watch any given Sunday, baby. Any given Sunday. The uh, Herm Edwards, no, not Herm Edwards. God damn, that was way too far. Um, the dude they fired from the Bengals. Oh, uh, Hugh Jackson. No, no, he, it was after Hugh Jackson. Oh, Marvin Lewis. Yes, thank you. Boy, I know they're fucking missing that dude. Because at least he would get them to the first round of the playoffs or close to it. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, you know, he just, nobody wanted that job. <laughs> Yo, for real. I remember they, they were going to fire him for, a couple, for a, few, a couple of years ago, but then they couldn't find a replacement, so they just extended him for like two more years. Exactly. And he's never gone winless with that team. Yeah, well. There's still seven games left. They can they can win a game. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> fuck, man. All right, hold on. Let's see. I'm about to just let me let me see their schedule. Let me see their schedule. They play the Raiders. They're probably going to lose to the Raiders. <coughs> they play the Steelers, which they'll probably lose to. They'll probably beat the Jets. Oh, they're going to play the Browns. That's a toss up, but right now. I'll say the Browns are going to beat the Bengals. Then they play the Patriots. Come on. That's a loss. Yeah, then they play the Dolphins. I'm going to call that a loss. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then the Browns again. Yeah, so they might get two games, bro. Three. Or, or. Yeah, I mean, I don't. 
it's just like if I'm a Dolphins fan, I got to be like, what is what is the point if Cincinnati's going to fucking beat us with the number one overall? Exactly. Cincinnati's the team that no one's talking about because they suck and because they suck. So they're like, hey, nobody's paying attention to us. Let's just fucking tank because we suck anyways. You know, versus Miami's got all the attention because Brian Flores, he's a he's 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 Hispanic. He looks black, but he's Honduran. Um, And he is from Bill Belichick's Patriots. So, you know, the media circus is going to follow him. And that coaching tree is always so great and does so well. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) fucking Cincinnati's about to get fucking that that number one pick, baby. That'll be hilarious. Uh, I mean, it's just there's just like that's it's crazy. It's crazy that Miami has two fucking wins and Cincinnati doesn't have any. Yeah, none. None whatsoever. Zero. Big fat zero. Um Bills uh excuse me, the Browns finally got a home game victory against the Bills, sixteen and nineteen. It only took them <laughs> it only took them. Bills. Yeah. I, oh my God! There was a great uh, Bills Mafia video, um, but well, Bills slash Browns Mafia. Uh, there was a woman who was trying to break a Brown fan who tried to break the table, and she just literally bounces off of it. Oh, oh! <laughs> but it's just like oh. I think the caption was "Leave the table breaking the Bills fans." <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. People. I don't know. Is Buffalo for real if they lose the fucking Browns? That's what I was asking myself today. Because, I mean, you know, occasionally teams lose, but if the Bills were for real, I feel like they would have won that game. No, it's true. It's because it's, it's not two good teams playing each other you know it's one team that's supposed to be you know one team that's good and one team that's on a train wreck you know um yeah yeah the bills the bills should have fucking took that game but they didn't so we'll see how they bounce back this is more i honestly i think this was more about the browns than the bills because like you said you people teams lose games you know um Uh uh-huh but the Browns, again, like I said, they haven't. This is their first home victory all season, um, and then their schedule's fairly easy um, from here on out, minus uh, you know a, a one or two games. But well, they play the Ravens again, right? I, I believe so, because there's that's their division, so they they always play them twice. So they got the Steelers and then the Ravens. Well, not back-to-back, but Steelers next, and then the Ravens are December 22nd, and then it's Dolphins. Oh, shit, the Steelers again. Damn, they play the Steelers twice in three weeks. Mm, They could lose both of those games. Yeah. And then, so Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers, uh, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, and then Bengals. So, it's looking pretty easy. In between, I mean, t- if I'm a Bills fan, it's okay. Like, cause it, I mean, they're showing improvement. Maybe they make the playoffs this year. Right, maybe they right. win again. 
then they get blown out in the divisional round. But then, you know, they keep building on that. Yep, and that's what happens. Um, But yeah, fuck the Browns and the Bills. Uh, Cardinals lost to the Buccaneers 27-30. I didn't watch that game. I have nothing to say about that game. Cool. Uh, <laughs> the Bears beat the Lions. Glad. Huh? I was going to say, I'm glad Kyler Murray's doing well, I guess. Or doing better. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I have nothing to say about that game. So Yeah, I mean, that's, who, care, who cares about those teams? For real. <laughs> it's just like these teams. The Bears and the Lions. Bears beat them 20-13. to 13. Oh, boy. Mitchell Drubisky with the fourth quarter two-minute comeback. Hey. Um, I know a lot of Bears fans, so I'm, I'm, I'm tapped into that fandom. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is like, I don't know if he regressed. I don't know what the fuck's up with him. But he is just fucking awful this season. This is his uh, third year, right? Yeah, this is his third year. He should be like, this should be like one of his better years. But, uh, I don't know. Like, he, he was good at the end of the last two minutes of this game. But, like, you know, overall as a season, he's been having a real shit season. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. Uh, the Packers beat the Panthers 24-16. Uh, Packers needed that W because if they would have took that loss. That would have been bad for yeah. the season. Yeah. That, struggling for a playoff spot. Because Aaron Rodgers, too, you know, he's his, he has a real fucking attitude problem. Um, and. Honestly, like if they would have lost that game, bro, I th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Roger. I mean, Rogers is. A, he, I mean, he's the same kind of like sociopath, like fucking Michael Jordan is. You know. True. True. It's that like super competitive. I'm very good at what I do. Kind of attitude. I'm the and greatest. I get it. it happens. I don't want to ever like hang out with Aaron Rodgers because he's probably a real jerk. But yeah. you know. But hey, he's the greatest, and he knows it, and everybody else around him knows it. So suck his dick, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't uh, talked to his mom in four years. Oh wow. Okay, we'll leave it at that. So uh, <laughs> the Vikings just beat the Cowboys. Twenty-eight. Yeah, that was uh, twenty-four. That was, yeah, fucking Cowboys cannot beat any team that's good. <laughs> nah, for real. I watched. That's the only game I watched today. Um, unless I was busy doing other shit, but uh, it was an f- interesting game. It was fun. It was fun, and then yeah. da- Dallas lost in t- typical Dallas, Dallas fashion. <laughs> Damn boys! <laughs> Damn boys! Uh, <laughs> what are they? How about them boys? They're five and four, so they're about to be five hundred. Who do they play next week? They play the yeah, Lions. They're in a shit division, so they're still in it. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, fuck them. Monday Night Football, Seahawks versus the 49ers. Who you got? Oh, shit. I don't know. This should be a good game. Um, I think see, I think San Francisco is going to get their, uh, their first loss. I was thinking the same shit. 
I think uh, Seattle and Russell Wilson, they're going to go into Levi Stadium and hand them their first loss because... Yeah. I think uh, I think Russell Wilson is going to come in with something to prove. Exactly. Um, yeah. They, Seattle wants to assert that um, yeah, everybody's talking about San Francisco, but we we are the threat in this division. Because so. we've been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope it's a good game. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess I'm rooting for San Francisco, even though I think they'll lose. Yeah, you know, I'm but riding with not- San... Huh? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, not to say that, like, I think... Like I think San Francisco is like definitely going to win the division, but I think Seattle is going to be the first wild card. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the 49ers because I believe in Jimmy G. Got to ride with that <laughs> with the Patriots uh, guys. If he can fucking stay healthy, yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> Wait, is he not playing? <laughs> uh, well, he he was like. There's some question about whether he was going to play this week. He's going to play, but it's still like he has never gone an entire season without being injured. Wow, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Shit. Am I? I think. Yeah. Fuck. My. Like, this uh, is the most he's ever played in one season. It is. I was gonna say my uh, my my blind my blind loyalty to the fact that he's a former Patriot has prevented me from recognizing that he's injury prone. And also like this is a like a, just a little weird personal thing, but I really don't like that he hit on Aaron Andrews as he was trying to interview him. Like that really pissed me off. Oh, I didn't even fucking know that. I mean it wasn't like overt, but he was like, Hey baby, what's up? And I'm like, fuck you, man. You <laughs> wouldn't do that to a male reporter. <laughs> maybe like, maybe he would. But, you know, you can't be gay openly. I was just kidding. And he was like, yeah, I'm fucking bisexual, and I'm just trying to get as much as I can. <laughs> but it's just like, it's such like a gross, like, but Julian, come on, man. She's trying, Julian, trying to do her fucking job. What you said, though, is true because this dude was like, hey, I'm fucking a porn star. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. What's the big deal? You know, so that... <sighs> I don't know. You know, it's <laughs> Jimmy G. Jimmy G. is kind of a creep. Kind of a creep. Out. He's a tall, handsome creep, and he's coming for you. He looks like a thing right there. Oh God! Uh, Thursday night football: Steelers Browns. Obviously, Steelers are going to beat the Browns. Yeah. Even with Mason Rudolph, is it okay to root for them now that Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger is not the quarterback? Like that's kind of how I feel. No, absolutely. Like, uh, I feel I'm the okay same with like the Steelers doing their thing. I feel the same way, dog. <laughs> I'm always okay with uh, Omar F's getting uh, getting wins. <laughs> no, abs- for real. He was a. Uh, was it him? I think it was him. He was the first uh, black coach to win a Super Bowl. It was either him or Tony no, Dungy. Dungy. Was it Tony Dungy? Oh, I don't know. It was around the same time. Maybe he was the youngest. Yeah, you might be right. 
You might right. be right. I think it was the youngest and maybe the second black coach. But yeah, it was between him and Dungey. I'm not going to Google it. You can Google it. Um, I'm going to let the black guy Google it if you want. Oh, I'm not. No. <laughs> this is not that serial to me. But what we do have, which is serial, uh, Scam hit us up. And uh, he's got all that shit, all the stuff that gets hit in the face and, uh, you know, all the racing. So fucking listen. Vroom, vroom. Yo, nigga, what up? What up? Hey, shit, bro. Just, you know, doing shit. Doing things. Doing them things. Doing them things and all them good natured stuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! How was your Saturday? I was all right. Tight, tight, tight. All right, yeah, nothing special. Word. Let's get into it then. All right. Uh, so we'll start things off a little different. Talk some wrestling. Ooh, a little different. Some little wrestling. Yeah. So uh, been watching AEW. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, I think a few weeks ago at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this past week, their uh, weekly show, Dynamite, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, they opened up the show with a match between Pac and Trent, uh, one of the, the best friends. Oh, yeah, he is the best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I totally forgot about that whole thing. Yeah, those dudes yeah. are hilarious. Especially that dude, Orange Cassidy, the dude yeah. with the sunglasses, always keeps his hand in his pockets. Yeah, fucking hilarious. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, that character is great. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they opened up that match. Um, and Pac won that shit by submission with, uh, I think it's his like, patented finishing move that he calls the Brutalizer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a pretty solid match. Pac is a fucking, he's a beast of a wrestler. Yeah, he's, he's really good. I enjoy him. Uh, then next up, uh, Cody Rhodes came out, made an announcement. Uh, cut a hell of a promo. Yeah. Talking about his family and shit like that and his, le- like his family legacy and all that shit. Uh, but basically, the main thing that came out of that promo was that he said if he loses to Jericho, he's never gonna fight for the, t- the championship again mm-hmm. uh, so that was pretty interesting yep uh, next matchup was uh, your boys private party private party versus yeah. the dark order I think that was the first time I've seen the dark order uh, they had these weird goons on the outside of the ring which it kind of reminded me of the putties from Power Rangers it back me, in the day, me too the way they were moving around yeah and I was thinking as I was high as fuck, I was like, yo, this is somebody, somebody's getting paid to try to be spooky and mysterious, <laughs> but they look <laughs> yeah, like buddies. They look like fucking the other wrestlers on the car, uh, oh, like, on the, the roster too. Yeah, for sure. They were all rocking masks, so you couldn't tell who was who, but yeah, it was, it was pretty weird. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, the winner of this match, they, um, they were getting a title shot at the Full Gear pay-per-view yesterday. Uh, so it basically made a, a three-way tag match for the championship versus the Lucha Brothers and SCU. Uh, in this match, the uh, private party hit their finisher called the Gin and Juice, which is basically a Horikon Rana from the top rope into like a diamond cutter kind of kind of move, um, and they got the pin for the win. Uh, so that yeah, like I said, that 
gave them their spot in the three-man tag, three-team tag match for the title. Uh, next up was probably the funniest promo I've ever seen uh, for Chris Jericho. Bro, that shit was that whole that whole night. The promos were off the hook. Yeah. But yeah, that shit was shit. funny. Where he fucking kissed Sammy Guevara on the forehead while he was talking, like kind of zoned, like not even listening to him and shit. Um, then they showed shots of Jericho in this tiny ass bathtub in a bubble bath drinking champagne. <laughs> then they had Soul Train Jones, yeah. aka Virgil, Virgil for all my old school wrestling fans. <laughs> uh, he made an appearance and he's one of the lines I quoted he said Jericho is like the Olive Garden breadsticks his talent is unlimited yeah dog that shit had me <laughs> fucking dead nigga <laughs> uh, another highlight from that promo was fucking Jake Hager mm-hmm. his interviews he didn't say shit he was just staring at the camera angrily which no. I thought was hilarious oh yeah that shit worked so hard on every level uh, Guevara saying that Jericho is the youngest champion in AEW history when he's the only <laughs> fucking champion and he's fucking 48 well 49 now he, his birthday was yesterday oh man <laughs> that shit um, but yeah. funny, and then they interviewed some random lady that was supposed to be Jericho's aunt's friend from church <laughs> oh yeah that's which right. was funny <laughs> Chris's yeah, aunt's friend from church <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen a promo like that since like Attitude Era WWF, WWE. Yeah, it wasn't that vulgar. Shit was classic. Yeah, it wasn't vulgar at all. It was just fucking money. No, no, it was just funny. Yeah, that it shit was, was great. great. <laughs> um, but yeah, the next match they had after that was a, a women's tag match. Uh, I was Jamie Hater or Hider? Something like how that. I you said her name. Uh, and Emmy Sakura, uh, which is Riho's trainer. Um, and they fought Riho and Shayna. Was it Shayna or Shauna? Uh, Shauna. Shauna. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Jamie Hayter and Emi Sakura defeated Riho and Shauna. Um, Sakura is the one who pinned Riho for the win. Uh, so that was kind of uh, their lead up into their match at... Uh, Full gear because it was uh, Emi Sakura versus Riho for the championship at full gear. Uh, next match up was Sean Spears versus Brandon Cutler. Um, I don't remember seeing these two on any of the shows previously, but um, I've it was seen a pretty good match. Was that the dude with the D and D pants? I think so. Yeah, I saw him once before. He's like a uh, what do they call it? A jobber? He he takes uh, losses. Okay. Right, uh, but yes, uh, Spears won that match. He hit uh, a Death Valley driver and got the pin. Uh, then in the main event, we had the Inner Circle, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho versus uh, Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Um, I love Adam Page. His, his, uh, he did a promo once. And he said he does cowboy shit. Now every time he comes to the ring, everybody just starts saying cowboy shit. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, but in this match, uh, Omega and Page take turns like flying to the outside, taking out Guevara and, and Jake Hager. Um, Pac ended up interfering because he had a match. Well, he, he has a match with uh, Adam Page at full gear. So he came out and gave a low blow to Hangman Page. 
Jericho took advantage of that and pin Paige. Uh, and then all hell broke loose after that match. <laughs> and, like, basically everybody who had a match at full gear just started beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, leading tight. to the end of the show. It was fucking tight. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, then, then going into the full gear pay-per-view last night. Uh, it's actually the first pay-per-view I watched. I think they've had two previously. Uh, but this is the first one that I've actually watched. Yeah, I missed it. Um, they had a, what they, they call the buy-in show, which is basically like their countdown show going into the pay-per-view. Uh, it was free on YouTube. Uh, it was basically like a half hour, 40 minutes of like countdown promo shit for the, the fights at the, at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then they had one match, which was Britt Baker versus Bia Pri- uh, Priestley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that match, my girl Britt Baker ended up getting the submission win with her uh, lockjaw submission. It's basically like a triple like Saturn kind of camel clutch kind of move, and then she puts her fingers in your mouth and just like pulls. I don't know exactly what she does, but some kind of submission. Yeah. Uh, after that match, I have no idea why, but Brandy Rhodes, which is uh, Cody Rhodes' wife, and Awesome Kong came out and beat the shit out of Priestley, cut off a chunk of her hair. Not sure exactly what went on there, but. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like that girl, Awesome Kong. Did you watch any of Glow on Netflix? Nah. But, well, she plays one of the characters on Glow, which I didn't know about. I, like, I liked the Glow show, and I didn't realize that she was an actual wrestler. But, uh, mm. yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, she's a beast of a chick, so she's going to fuck people up. Next matchup was Santana and Ortiz, which apparently go by the tag team name of Pride and Powerful, oh, okay. which I kind of hate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were up against the Young Bucks in a tag match. Um, it was a good, a good match, hell of a match. Santana and Ortiz ended up beating the Young Bucks, uh, which is kind of an upset because apparently Young Bucks is supposed to be like the best tag in the game right now. Right. But after the match, uh, Samuel Guevara came out and gives Santana and Ortiz a sock filled with baseballs to beat up the Young Bucks. <laughs> um, and the, uh, Rock, the Rock and Roll Express, who Santana and Ortiz beat up at Dynamite, I think, two weeks ago now. Yeah. Uh, they came out, well, they were at ringside uh, for the match, and they jumped into the ring and saved the Young Bucks from getting attacked with the baseballs. Uh, and these old dudes still got it because one of them, they, well, they hit their finisher move on one dude and then the, another dude dove out of the ring um, oh, wow. and did like a flying dive to the to uh, Santana and Ortiz. So those two old guys still got it. Uh, so it was good seeing that. Then in the next match, we had Adam Hangman Page versus Pac. And Adam Page did his cowboy shit and got the win over Pac. I think that was Pac's first uh, actual like pinfall defeat in AEW. Yeah, it was. So yeah, that was pretty big for Adam Page. Uh, next up, we had Sean Spears and Joey Janela. Um, I mean, just a solid match, kind of a filler match. Uh, Sean Spears ended up getting the win there. Uh, next up, we had that three-man tag for the AEW Tag Team Championship. It was SCU versus Private Party and the Lucha Brothers. Uh, SCU ended up getting the win. 
uh, after the match, there was a a third Lucha brother that was in the ring. Yeah. That was basically a, a clone of Pentagon Jr. Um, he starts beating the shit out of the Lucha brothers, <laughs> rips off his mask, and it turned out to be the third member of SCU, Christopher Daniels, who oh. they had uh, taken out during yeah. the tag team tournament and injured him. <laughs> So yeah, it was a nice little comeback for him. Our next matchup was the AEW Women's Championship. It was Riho versus Emi Sakura. So this is trainer versus student. Uh, Riho started training at like nine with Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura is like a legendary women's wrestling trainer in Japan. Uh, but Riho ended up getting the win, retains her championship. Pretty solid match too. Yeah, they they put on a good show. Yeah. I, I, versus the like comparing it to the Britt Baker Bea Presley match it was definitely way better um, the talent is definitely there for those two mm-hmm. uh, next up we had the AEW World Championship it was Chris Jericho La Champion as he says <laughs> versus uh, Cody Rhodes this one kind of a disappointing ending um, at the end of the match, I mean, they were beating the shit out of each other throughout the match. It was a great match. Uh, but Jericho got Cody Rhodes in the Lion Tamer, uh, which is like his submission move where you remember the Lion Tamer. It's the Rhodes to Jericho, though. Balls to Jericho. Oh, yeah, sorry. But it was the Lion Tamer previously. Then in, when he went to WWE, they changed it to the Lion Tamer. Uh, but yeah, he, so he got that. Uh, Cody was able to escape. But then Jericho got him in it again, and looks like he was sitting back even deeper. Um, at one point, he started stomping on Cody's head while he had it locked in. <laughs> and that's when Cody's corner man, MJF, that dude that rocks the scarf and shit. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what his, his real name is, but yeah, they call him MJF. He threw in the towel uh, to stop the match. Um, afterwards, he's basically like crying in tears, apologizing to Cody, saying that he, he did it for him and all that shit. And then fucking low blows him and low. walks away. Low blow. Um, and if you remember, Cody said if he didn't win, he was never going to challenge for the championship again. So now that we had this little kind of bullshit with MJF throwing in a towel, um, I don't know. Maybe that will change because he didn't actually get beat. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole angle. Because when he cut that promo and said that shit, I was like, there's going to be a twist on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I was thinking disqualification. I didn't think he was actually going to lose. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more Cody and Jericho beef because, I mean, it's a pretty good storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Cody's mom was slapping the shit out of Jericho. I don't know if you've seen that during the match. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was pretty funny. Uh, then in the main event, it was the unsanctioned Lights Out match, which is basically just a hardcore match. Uh, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Beast. Uh, this one. John Moxley ended up beating Kenny Omega, but dude, they were beating the shit out of each other with barbed wire bats, barbed wire covered brooms, glass, glass, fucking uh, a board covered in mouse traps. Yeah, no, like, you know, <laughs> at one point, uh, Omega had um, Moxley in a, I think it was like a Boston Crab or something. Boston Crab, Sharpshooter, some kind of leg submission. And basically, Moxley had to crawl through broken glass to get to the rope to try to break it. Oh, Jesus um, they stumble out into the crowd a bunch of times, but at one point, they're like on the ramp area, 
Yeah, and fucking our Kenny Omega movie. starts yelling at the Young Bucks to go get something. Yeah. And these motherfuckers drag out essentially a giant spider's web of barbed wire. Yeah, it was like a fucking king-size bed of fucking yeah. barbed wire. It was insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Omega tries to throw Moxley into it. They ended up reversing it a bunch. Um, but uh, then uh, Moxley hits a suplex on Omega into that barbed wire. So they both land in it and then have to get peeled out of it by officials and refs and all kinds of shit. Um, but, yeah, um, <laughs> Omega need Moxley through one of the, like, the lighting oh, rays yeah. that they had over there and kind of knocks himself up because he hit the glass going into it. Like, dude, it was mayhem. It was a hell of a match, especially for someone like me who grew up loving ECW hardcore wrestling. Oh, exactly, bro. That's, that's like, it brought me, gave me flashbacks of that shit. Mm-hmm. Hell of a match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was uh, AEW Full Gear pay-per-view. I am loving this organization so far. Yeah, they're fucking doing great shit. They're doing great um, shit. Yeah, it's great. Great work over there. Uh, so yeah, that's it for some wrestling. Wrestling. Jump into some hockey. Uh, Bruins are currently third. Uh, I'm sorry, eleven, three, and two. Uh, they've gone six, two, and two in the last ten games. Kind of on a little bit of a skid. I think they lost two in a row. Uh, but they're still first in the Atlantic Division, third in the Eastern Conference, which they were second last week, mm-hmm. and they're currently fourth in the NHL. Uh, last week they were second. Uh, David Pasternak is still leading the league with points. He has 30 and goals. He has 15. Um, Brad Marchand, one of their other stars, has 28 points, so that he's third in points. He has 10 goals um, and 18 assists, which is third place in for assists. Uh, Zidane Chara is um, third in plus-minus points. He currently has uh, a plus-13. He's shitting on people, too. Yeah. Uh, Tuka Rask is still one of the top goalies in the league, but he is not in first place with his uh, goals against the save percentage anymore. Uh, that's been taken over by the Islanders goalie, which I can't remember his name right now. But Good. Fuck him. He's uh, an Islander. Yeah. Uh, Tuka still has a 1.99 goals against average, which is fantastic. Uh, that's good enough for third in the league. And his save percentage is still 9.33, uh, which is good for fifth out of all the goalies in the league. That's still crazy as fuck, though. Yeah, still hell of a stats, but that just shows you the talent of the goalies right now. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just getting pretty tough. Um, Bruins still have the best power play in the league uh, with 30.9%. Uh, they're down a little bit from last week. Last week, I think they had like 32-something, 32-point-something. But yeah, still good stats all around. Um, this past week, they they beat the Penguins, which I always love to see. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was on Monday night. They beat them six to four. They lost to those fucking Canadians on Tuesday, five to four in Montreal. Uh, they spoiled Chara's fifteen hundredth game. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking um, games. Yeah. But yeah, the Bruins kind of got robbed in this one. Oh, yeah. uh, it was tied 4-4 in the third period when Charlie Coyle scored for the Bruins. Um, they put the, the play under review in a, a long-ass review, honestly. It was like three to three or four minutes or so. Wow. 
and then eventually overturned it, saying that Coyle was offsides coming into the zone. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been, I said this for, I, I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but just it, reviewing in general, if it takes that long, if it takes you more than a minute, minute and a half, you're fishing for something to, to overturn it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Canadians ended up getting that last goal, winning the game 5-4. to four. Fuck the Canadians. <laughs> uh, then Friday night, they lost their second game in a row to the Red Wings. Uh, that was in Detroit. So they lost two road games in a row. Uh, they lost to Detroit 4-2. to This week, um, today, they have the Flyers. I think that's 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Uh, then they got uh, the Panthers. These are both at home. They got the Panthers on Tuesday. Uh, Friday, they travel out to Toronto for the uh, a game against the Maple Leafs. And then next Saturday, they are back at home versus the Washington Capitals. Caps. Uh, Julian's abs. They've gone 4-5-1 and one in the last 10 games. Uh, so they're kind of on the rise a bit. Uh, they're second in the Central Division, which they were third last week. Fourth in the West, which they were fifth last week. And they're seventh in the NHL, which they were tenth last week. Okay. Uh, one of their stars, Nathan McKinnon. Um, I mean, he's not in the top five or anything like that in, in points and assists, but he's in the conversation. Uh, he has 22 points for that's like good for seventh place, and 13 assists, which is tenth uh, out of players. Uh, this past week, they lost to the Stars on Tuesday, four to one in Dallas. Uh, then at home on Thursday, they beat the Predators 9-4. to They actually destroyed the Predators. And then yesterday, Saturday, they beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-2. Uh, this coming week, they have all road games. Uh, Tuesday, they got the Winnipeg Jets. Thursday, they got the Edmonton Oilers. And Saturday, they got the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, currently in the East, we have the Washington Capitals leading things. Uh, the New York Islanders are in second. The Boston Bruins are in third. The Toronto Maple Leafs are in fourth. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are in fifth. Mm-hmm. Out West. What was that? Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, out West, we got the St. Louis Blues leading things. Edmonton Oilers are in second. Calgary Flames are in third. Uh, the Avalanche are in fourth. And the Nashville Predators are in fifth. Uh, overall, in the entire NHL, Capitals are still in first place. Uh, they're 13, 2, and 3 with 29 points. St. Louis Blues are in second. Uh, they're 12, 3, and 3 with 27 points. Islanders are in third. Uh, they're 12, 3, and 1 with 25 points. As I've mentioned, the Bruins are 11, 3, and 2 with 24 points. And the Edmonton Oilers are in fifth with uh, their 11-5-2 with 24 points. Uh, the Islanders are kind of jumping the stats. They've gone 9-0-1 in their last 10 games. Uh, the Blues, excuse me, uh, Blues have gone 9-1-0 in their last 10 games. And the Capitals are uh, still on a hell of a streak. 9-0-1 in their last 10 games. And they've won like six in a row. Oh yeah, that is uh, yeah. that how things are going around in the NHL. 
Man. Uh, I was jumping up into UFC. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of an update on the whole Walt Harris uh, daughter situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually his stepdaughter, I've learned. Okay. It's not his actual daughter. but uh, biological daughter. Um, but yeah, there was an arrest made. Um, they arrested a dude named Ibrahim. Nah, Yazid. fuck that dude. Yeah, fuck him. Um, he was apparently he was out on bail already for kidnapping and attempted murder. Wow. Um, he was. Uh, they arrested him and they're charging him with first degree kidnapping and the disappearance of Anaya Blanchard, which is Walt Harris's stepdaughter. Uh, she's 19, and unfortunately, she is still missing. Um, they've uh, assumed foul play from the jump, but uh, yeah, this dude's being held without bail, obviously. Um, the police released images showing this dude at the same gas station as Blanchard at the same exact time. So they're assuming that's where he kind of scoped her out and made his move, or like scoped her out, followed her, or whatever happened. They didn't really release many details, but yeah. They got an arrest, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they can find her, but um, she's not looking good so far. Yeah, that's fucking shitty. Um, as for UFC fight cards, there was a card out in Moscow yesterday. Uh, so this is like happened around two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, this was originally supposed to be headlined by Junior Dos Santos and Alexander Volkov, but JDS had a dropout due to some injury. I forgot what it was. Uh, so Greg Hardy stepped up on short notice. Oh, great. Um, so they made uh, that match ended up becoming the co-main event. And um, Zabit, Magomed Shaparov, and Calvin Qatar, or Cater, I should say, Calvin Cater. Uh, this was originally supposed to be on UFC ESPN 6 um, in Boston, but that got moved to this card to headline.